I am opening this podcast with a disclaimer. Today's show has no intro, no outro, and no ad breaks. It will likely not be as long as a normal episode of the Bruce Exclusive, and we will not be talking about football. Today's show exists entirely because I want to provide encouragement to the people who are listening. That is all. This pod is specifically targeted at the audience that was emotionally affected by what happened during the Monday Night Football game between the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals. Though I will admit that this particular message may be applicable in many more situations if you so choose to interpret it more broadly. Know that if you are in that target group, you are in good company. NFL Executive Vice President Troy Vincent said that as of the morning of January 4th, 2023, Bills head coach Sean McDermott himself was, quote, still battling. So this message is for those still battling. Now that I have provided proper expectations for what you are about to hear in the next few minutes, you can make a decision as to whether or not you wish to continue listening. I don't know about you, but I'm getting pretty tired of using the word unprecedented. It's crept into the public vernacular in a meaningful way over the last couple of years. As a society, we continue to witness things that have not been witnessed often, if ever, before. And very few of them have been pleasant. If you think about it, the world now has simply become the normalization of the unprecedented. I'm not going to go over the specifics of the situation surrounding Buffalo Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin. You know. Instead, I want to offer some encouragement to those who may find themselves struggling as they go through the process. Maybe you're confused, scatterbrained, numb. Images like what was witnessed on Monday night and stories like this stick with people. You'll remember where you were, you'll remember what you were doing, and you'll remember how you felt for a long time. But a word that has been associated with this 2022 Buffalo Bills team continued to resonate inside my head as the outpouring of support and generosity for Hamlin began to emerge. A word that many people in this community have tied into the very fabric of their identity never left my thoughts. And this message started to form around it. Resiliency. It's fitting, I think, that this particular word would have such a meaning for us now. The Webster Dictionary may say that resilience is an ability to recover from or adjust easily to adversity or change. And you may think that such a clinical definition might not apply to us all now. It doesn't feel easily recovered from right now. It doesn't feel easily adjusted to right now. But allow me, if you will, another definition of resiliency. One maybe more well-memorized by some listening to this podcast. A quote that you very likely heard before, maybe many times, but perhaps never applied to a situation such as this. Fight on, my men, Sir Andrew said. A little I'm hurt, but not yet slain. I'll just lie down and bleed a while, then I'll rise and fight again. Hall of Fame Buffalo Bills head coach Marv Levy used these words to comfort a heartbroken Buffalo Bills team after a Super Bowl loss. Levy quoted the poem with intent to inspire his team to keep going after devastation. 
But hidden in the last three lines is a more apt and thorough definition of resiliency than you will find in any dictionary. A little I'm hurt, but not yet slain. I'll just lie down and bleed a while, and then I'll rise and fight again. What we have in this definition of resiliency is two gradients bracketed by two binaries. And it's important we get those right. In times of crisis, when we should be broadening our definition of terms in order to extend the most grace possible to people, we often instead narrow those definitions to only our own experiences inside those terms. The meaningful gradient terms in the lines of that poem are bleed and a while. And the meaningful binaries are hurt and fight. The issue is that we look only at those words through our own lens. We do this sometimes. We turn binaries into gradients and gradients into binaries. And it's one of the most important things we can get right on an interpersonal level because it matters. And it matters now as we define resiliency. Hurt is often used exclusively as a gradient. How hurt are you? We say it to our kids all the time because we recognize that hurt can appear anywhere on a large scale, ignoring the fact that the very beginning of the scale is the binary between zero and one. We recognize the difference between a three and a five on the hurt scale, but not the difference between a one and a zero. Even gradients have binaries built in, the trigger that turns not hurt into hurt. And so any degree of hurt is the first requirement of resiliency. It's the first bracket in the definition that we're building. What is first necessary for resiliency is any such degree of hurt. There isn't a threshold for hurt that must be achieved to be able to say that you were resilient. The term does not gatekeep those who are hurt less in favor of those hurt more, no matter how much someone else may do so. Everyone bleeds differently. In this poem, bleeding is the expression of the hurt. I mentioned earlier that you may be confused or scatterbrained or numb. All of these are the bleeding expression of hurt. People who know DeMar Hamlin personally will bleed differently than the Buffalo Bills fans who have watched him play this season, who will also bleed differently than NFL fans becoming aware of him for the first time, who will then also bleed differently than players who played with him in college. So while we recognize the hard binary that opens our definition of resiliency, which is any degree of hurt, we must recognize also that the process of resiliency may involve any degree or method of bleeding. Ask anyone who's been in a relationship if one person's I'll be home in a bit is the same amount of time as another one's I'll be ready in a bit. People's interpretations of undefined periods of time vary drastically not only between people, but also within the same person depending on what they're doing. When I tell someone I'm going to read a book for a bit, it's usually very different than when I tell someone I'm going to weed for a bit. A while is the same. You may be listening to this podcast already moved on from what you witnessed Monday night, and that's okay. 
You may be listening to this podcast a week after it releases because at the time of release, you weren't ready to consume it. And that's okay too. In medicine, there's a test called a prothrombin time test and an INR, a PTINR. It measures the time it takes for blood to clot after an injury. The difference between the low end of what is considered normal and the high end of what is considered normal can vary sometimes in the 20% range. After an injury causing someone to bleed, the healing starts at different times for different people and lasts longer for some than for others. So as we build out our definition of resiliency, we have begun to create a formula. It contains so far any degree of hurt, any degree or method of bleeding, and a variable length of time. But the word that ties it all together is fight. Without it, our definition falls apart and our formula has no purpose. But I mentioned that this definition is two gradients bracketed by two binaries, and this is the second binary. All that is required for you to bring this definition to fruition is that you fight. Fighting takes different forms for different people, and we know that. But much like hurt, the binary from zero to one is what triggers the completion of the resiliency formula. The act of going from not fighting to fighting is what makes you resilient. And fighting can take many different forms. Choosing to donate to Damar Hamlin's charity, choosing to pray, choosing to alter your behavior, to show more empathy to people who play a dangerous game for our entertainment... They are adverse reactions to what was before. Choosing to donate is the adverse reaction to kids not being able to have toys. Choosing to pray is the adverse action to choosing not to. Choosing to evaluate your mindset due to this is an adverse action to choosing to remain as you always were. And adverse actions are fighting. You were hurt. You bled for a while, and you fought. But no matter how you bled, and no matter how long you were down for, if you got hurt, whatever that looks like, and then you fought, whatever that looks like, then you were resilient. Our formula is complete, thanks to a poem that has been an integral part of Buffalo Bill's lore for 30 years. All you have to do after hurt is choose to fight. Nobody can tell you that you didn't get hurt enough to qualify for resiliency. No one can tell you that you bled the wrong way or that you were down for too long. Nobody can tell you that you're not fighting correctly because you know what? Maybe you're not going to fight the same way you did after an injury. Even after a wound heals, there's still a scar. Maybe you don't have full range of motion anymore. Maybe you can't do what you used to do, but you can do something. You can get from zero to one. And that's all that's ever been necessary. You chose to fight after the hurt. So the definition of resiliency turns out to be a whole lot broader than it might have appeared at first glance. So as I mentioned at the beginning of whatever it is that this was, I want to encourage you. I want to lift you up. If you're feeling whatever level or interpretation of down you may be, 
I want to tell you that you are resilient. And the formula for that term has likely been with you for a long time. In whatever way you choose to fight, in the aftermath of one more, in an increasing line of unprecedented situations, you are activating the final piece in a definition that makes you resilient. You do not need to have an unprecedented level of resiliency. You don't need to be an unprecedented person. You can carry that designation of resilient with you proudly, knowing that you defined it internally, and now you can define it externally. I love you all. Thank you.